Well, praise the Lord. Amen. 701. Amen. Um, <laughs> praise God. Uh, Wednesday, af Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening Bible study. Uh, praise God for everybody um, who will be joining us tonight on uh, this Wednesday, what, July 15th? Yeah. Middle of July. Uh, the month of July is moving very quickly. Um, and the summer is starting to, to move. And just pray that everybody's well. Continue to pray for your well-being um, and that all is well with you and your family. Um, but we're going to be going into the Word of God tonight. Um, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about faith, haven't we? Developing a foundation of faith. Um, really, you know, listen, I, I believe that every, every time you open up the Word of God, you're really talking about faith. Because faith is based on the Word. And so we'll continue to talk about faith, but um, not in the way that we have been doing for the last few weeks as we've been talking about developing that foundation. Um, now we just want to see something that I believe will, will propel us into action. Because um, it's good to have a foundation, but... The foundation many times is it's a leaping off point. It's a point from which we go upward and onward. We go forward um, based on a strong foundation. And so we want to talk about that tonight because the truth of the matter is the father, um, he's ready to work. Amen. Um, the father is ready to work. And that's what we want to talk about tonight. He's ready to work. He's ready to go to work. And he's going to go to work through us. So let's get in our spirit tonight that the Father is ready to work. Amen. Amen. The Father is ready to work. And we're going to be um, coming from the Gospel of John, chapter 14. So you have your Bibles handy, have your Bibles ready, let's, let's turn together to John chapter 14, because the Father is ready to work. Amen. And we're going to focus on, let's start at verse number 9 in the Gospel of John chapter 14, and um, we'll read to verse 10 at least to start. We may go past there. I don't know. Um, glory to God. It's up to the Father to tell us. Amen. But let's let's go to John chapter 14, verse 9, and, and verse 10, and we'll read both of those. It says, Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight over the word. Father, we bless you for the word that was yes, just read Father. into our hearing. We thank you, God, um, 
that you are ready to work, ready to go to work in us, through us, for us. Father God, we come right now, God, desiring to be instructed in the word of God. Lead yes. us in the way of yes, truth. Lord. And Father, we just praise you in advance for all that you're going to do by your spirit tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we humble ourselves under your hand. We submit to your authority. We ask you, dear God, to have your way. Yes. And Father God, I pray that you will use me for your glory and that, Father God, that we all may be blessed as you share forth with us the divine word of God. We bless you for it. We praise you for oh, it. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 The Father's ready to work. Amen. And so we're looking here in John chapter 14, and Jesus was talking specifically to Philip. Um, Jesus um, had previously said that he was going away, and he said, you know where I'm going. And Thomas said, how, how do we know where you're going? We don't know what you're doing. And Jesus told him, he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And he says, no man cometh to the Father but by me. And then in verse 7, he said, if you had known me, you would know the Father. He said, because, you know, he said, from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. Mm -hmm. And that's when Jesus responded to him and said, Philip, have I been with you for so long? And yet you don't know me, right? He said, if you've seen me, what? You've seen the Father. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, in line with so many other things that Jesus said. You know, in, in, in another place, he said, I and the Father are one. Yes. Right? Um, and so here he's, he's expressing the same thought. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said, so why are you then saying, show us the Father? I have shown you the Father because I've shown you me. Yes. And then he says, he says, don't you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me? And it's in verse 10, right after this, where it becomes very important. He says, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, or they're not my words. They're not my own words. Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking on my own authority or on my own accord, right? He says, but the Father that dwells in me, he does the works. And that's, it, that's an interesting sentence, right? The words that I speak are not my words. And then he says, but... The Father who dwells in me does the work. Mm -hmm. So he went from talking about words to talking about work. Mm -hmm. right. The words I speak aren't mine. The Father does the works. And really what he's saying is, and he says later on, he says, either, you know, either believe me because I'm in the Father or believe me for the work's sake. Because he says, listen, the work that I'm doing is evidence of the Father, is evidence of heaven, is evidence of the Father, and is evidence of the Father working in me. He said, and he was, he was very clear to say, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. The Father's doing it. Right. That should be our example. And we say this over and over again, but it's, it's worth repeating. Don't take credit for what God does through you. Right. Give glory to God. <laughs> 
even here, Jesus is very clear to say, the Father does the works. Mm -hmm. Amen. And if Jesus gives credit to the Father for doing works through him, how much the more should we give credit to the Father for doing the work, right? Right. So Jesus is giving the work, the, the credit for the work to the Father. But but he does say here, glory to God, he does say here, he said, the words I speak are not my own. So whose words are they? They're the Father's words. Right. And then he says, the Father does the works. And, and we have to understand the connection between the words and the works mm -hmm. because they're connected. In fact, you can't separate them, not when it comes to the Father. There's no separation between the words of God and the works of God, right? Because right. everything that God does, he speaks it first, right? It's on the basis of a word, mm -hmm. right? God created the heavens and the earth. He did it on the basis of a word. He spoke it, <laughs> and then it happened, right? And he was working. When God is speaking, God is working because his words go to work, and his words produce the works, and there's no separation. And whether he's creating the entire universe, as he did in Genesis, mm -hmm. or he's doing something relatively minor, like, Providing a parking spot for you in front of the mall. Mm -hmm. You say, that's not based on the word. Sure it is, because it's part of his goodness. He said he'd be good to you in his word. Right. Maybe you're sick or you're, you got a, you know, your leg is a little sore or whatever. And God said, you don't need to be walking but so far. He was being merciful to you. That's in his word. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, maybe he's just simply being mindful of you that you had a rough day. And he says, no, what? I'm going to make your day a little bit easier right now. Mm -hmm. What is man that thou art mindful of me? That's in his word. So everything he does right. is traced back to, to his word. And so when notice again what Jesus said. He said, the words I speak are not my own. They're the father's. And then he says, the Father dwells in me, and he's the one that does the work. Now, the word and the work and the work are linked. Now, in the message version of the Bible, this same scripture text, uh, Jesus says this. He says it this way. He says, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak unto you aren't mere words. See, <laughs> this is the thing. The words I speak unto you aren't mere words. See, if we, sometimes we don't understand how very privileged we are as children of God to know his words. These aren't mere words. Right? The Bible says in Hebrews that the word of God is quick and powerful. That word quick means it's alive. So God's words are alive and they're powerful. Yes. Mm -hmm. These aren't mere words. These are words of life, right? These are these are words that create. These are words that can protect. These are words that can produce. These are words that can multiply. Mm -hmm. Right? These are words that can do miracles. 
They aren't mere words. And that's why we need to esteem the word. Job said, I've esteemed your word more than my necessary food. The food I need for living. Mm -hmm. He said, I esteem God's word more than the food I need for my body. Right. How many of us can say the same thing? I esteem the word of God more than my necessary food. Mm -hmm. I'll take the word, right? See, we, we have to hold the word of God in esteem. Yeah. We have to hold it. These aren't mere words. And if we had respect for the word of God like we should, we treat it better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. We wouldn't just open our Bible and turn and you know and read a couple of scriptures in the morning and you know what I mean? As if they're mere words. Right. These these are words to live by. They are bread of life. Amen. So Jesus said these are not mere words. Right? Um the words I speak unto you aren't mere words. I don't just make them up on my own. <laughs> Amen. I'm not just saying stuff off the top of my head. Amen. <laughs> he says, but watch this part. The father who resides in me crafts each word into a divine act. Mm -hmm. That's powerful right there. The Father who resides in me crafts each word. He takes each word and he crafts it. He makes it into a divine act. And see, so the words and the works, that's where you see them coming together. Right. Each word becomes an act. Glory to God. Right. Everything God speaks becomes a divine act. Everything he speaks becomes a divine act. So think about it. You know, we want to walk in power. Well, mm -hmm. speak forth the word of God. Mm -hmm. Because every word that you speak, he will craft it into a divine act. Yes. Now, again, let's 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 take a, just a moment to say this is not abracadabra magic, okay? So this is not just about us taking the word and just saying it, but we don't believe it, we don't understand it, <laughs> we take right. it out of context. Mm -hmm. It's not about that, right? So it's still about having the reverence for the word, walking in faith, walking in love, getting unforgiveness out your heart, right? I mean, there's a whole mm -hmm. lot of things, right? This is not just about, you know, some, you know, some magic, spell or potion or something this right? right so we know better mm -hmm. than that but if you're otherwise right you're doing your things right you're walking in love with other people you're loving god you're loving people the two greatest commandments right you know if if you miss the mark if you sin you're asking god for you're confessing and and, and requesting forgiveness and being cleansed from all unrighteousness mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you you're living uh, peaceably with all people. You know what I mean? You, you, you know what I mean? You're, you're doing, you're living like a disciple of Christ, heart of the Lord, and obedient to his will. And you're speaking. Mm -hmm. Right? And then those words get crafted into, crafted into divine acts. Now, if we go back to the King James Version, notice what Jesus said, though. He said, the words I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father does the work. And so here's the thing. So we, we want to have this word in us, the Father's word right. in us, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, because we want to see the Father working in our lives. How many people want to see God working right. in your life? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many people are tired of the way things are? And you say, you know, I need God to do something. Well, God wants to do something. Mm -hmm. But he's not going to do anything outside of his word. Right. And we're the ones who actually can put the Father to work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Father's ready to work. He's ready to do work. But he does it on the basis of his word. Right. But it's not just his word that you have. You know, you know, the, the psalmist said, what? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yeah. Praise mm -hmm. God for that. Mm -hmm. So if you want to not sin, hide his word in your heart. <laughs> right. But if you want God to work, it ain't a hidden word that gets him to work. It's a spoken word. Right. So don't hide the word. If you want God to, you know what I mean, to keep you, to help keep you in line, then hide your, the word in the heart. A hidden word is good for that. <laughs> but if you want God to work in your life, the word can't be hidden. It got to be spoken. Because notice what Jesus said. He said, the words I speak unto you. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't just have them. I'm not hiding them. I'm not holding on to them. I'm not meditating on them only. Um, speaking them. Hmm. And here's a wonderful thing. You can't help but speak the word if the word is in you in abundance, right? right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So Jesus said, he said, he said, I'm speaking those words to you. So, so if we want God to go to work, we need to speak the word. And then God, as the, as the message version says, right? He will take that word and each word and craft it into a divine act. So, so, so Jesus said, the words I'm speaking, they're not my own. Now, I want to go to something here to help us. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 18. We'll come back to John. Deuteronomy 18. As you turn to Deuteronomy 18, remember that Jesus in John 15... He said, I am the true vine and you are the branches. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, if, if we abide in him, we would, we'd be fruitful. And we'll go back and we'll take a closer look at it. But he said, if, if we abide in him, we'll be fruitful. And he actually says, um, you know, if, if, if we abide in him and his words abide in us. Mm -hmm. We'll go back and look at that. Because I think that's important to tie it into John uh, 14. But let, let's do this first. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 18. And um, let's look at verse number 9. It says, When you are coming to the land which the Lord thy God gives thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abomination of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or daughter pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, hmm. or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all of these are these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken unto observers of times, and unto diviners, but as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. 
And what God is saying, he said, listen, he's talking to his people. He said, listen, don't you be consulting with people who use divination and who observe the times and who are witches or enchanters and consulted with familiar spirits. We would say in modern times, don't you be going to no seances. Don't you be going to no tarot card readers, people who look into crystal balls, people right. who read palms, people who... Psychics. <laughs> psychics mm -hmm. right don't be dealing with no horoscopes mm -hmm. don't be dealing with none of that stuff he says what because they don't know none of those people have called your end from the beginning yeah. only i've done that mm -hmm. and so if you want to know what's going to happen you don't consult them you consult me yeah amen i remember years ago i used to i was i was a big horoscope person mm -hmm. what does my horoscope say today and I used to buy my heart. They used to have books that give you a whole horoscope for the year. Mm -hmm. Think about that. What a ripoff. Thank you for deliverance, Lord. Amen. Amen. But God says, don't do that. But now look what he says. He says, listen, if you want to know what's going to happen, don't go to any of these place, people. Watch what he says in verse 15. He says, the Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet, capital P, from the midst of thee, meaning what? He's going to be one of your own people, of mm -hmm. your brethren. He said, of their brethren, like unto me. This is Moses speaking, so he's saying, like unto me, a man. And unto him shall ye hearken, according to all that thou desired of the Lord, thy God in Horeb, in the day of the assembly, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, they have well spoken. Verse 18, I will raise them up a prophet, capital P, mm -hmm. from among their brethren, like unto thee, a man. And I will put my words in his mouth. What did he say? I will put my words mm -hmm. in his mouth. Mm -hmm. And he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Mm -hmm. But notice what he said about the prophet he's going to raise up. He said what? I will put my words in his mouth. Yeah. So understand when Jesus said, the words I speak, I speak not of my own. He was saying the Father is giving me the words. Right. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus is this prophet. Yeah. In fact, if you go to John chapter 1... Which is great because we make our way back to John. But we still want to take a look at John 15. But if we go to John chapter 1. Let's look at verse 19. It says, And this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? Mm -hmm. John the Baptist. This is John the Baptist. So, so the priests and Levites went to him and said, Who are you? Mm -hmm. But they want to know because he's out there preaching, he's out there mm -hmm. baptizing, he's out there calling for repentance. And they say, Who are you? Mm -hmm. And so John says in verse 20, he confessed and denied not. He's, he said, But confess, he said, I'm not the Christ, I'm not the Messiah, I'm not mm -hmm. the anointed one. Verse 21. And they asked him, What then? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, but what? And they said, Look, are you Elias or Elijah? Mm -hmm. And he said, I am not. Mm -hmm. And then look what they say. 
Are thou that prophet? What prophet? The prophet that God was talking about in Deuteronomy 18. Mm -hmm. When he said, I'm going to raise up a prophet and I'm going to put my words in his mouth. And what did John say? He answered, no. Mm -hmm. You know why he answered no? Because he wasn't that prophet. Right. Jesus was that prophet. And so Jesus has the word of God in his mouth. And so Jesus says, he said, the words I speak, they're not my own. They're not of myself. But the Father dwells in me, he does the works. And how does he do the work? He does the work through the words that he puts in Jesus that Jesus speaks forth out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Right? And so let's go. We talked about John 15. Let's go to John 15 for a second. Because there it says, um, verse 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same does what? They bring forth much fruit. Mm -hmm. For without me, you can do nothing. He said, so if you abide in me, you'll be fruitful. You'll be productive. Let's go down to verse 7. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it will be done unto you. Again, works will be done unto you, through you, for you. If you abide in Jesus and his words abide mm -hmm. in you. But what did Jesus say about his words? He said his words aren't his words. Right. He said his words are the Father's words. Because Jesus is that prophet and God promised, I'm going to put my words in that prophet. And Jesus said, I speak forth those words and the Father does the work. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. how it goes, right? You know, that that's that's how it goes. So that if you and I want to see God working in our life, mm -hmm. we got to have his words in us, and then we got to speak them out. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important. That's why I'm telling you, the enemy of our soul, that old Satan, that old devil, that deceiver of the brethren, he wants us to think lightly of God's word. Yeah. That's why he tries to get us to cast out. Has God really said? I'm telling you, we got to pay attention to firsts. Hmm. Because... Because what what we see first happening here a lot of times in the Bible is something that, you know, you look at it. He's no, that's his plan. Mm -hmm. It was his plan from the very beginning to get God's people to doubt what God has said. Yeah. He, he From the very beginning in the garden when he deceived Eve, how did he do it? Has God really said it? Mm -hmm. He wanted to cast doubt. On God's word. He's been doing the same thing ever since. Yeah. And so we want to stand on the word of God. By his stripes I'm healed. Are you really healed? God really said he's going to heal you. You, you confess your prosperity. You really think you're going to get out of debt. Right? He, he wants us to doubt the word of God. Yeah. Because he understands better than we do. If the word of God is spoken out of a believing heart, game over. Yeah. Amen? Game mm -hmm. over. And like we were talking on Sunday, you don't have to speak loud and long. You don't have to, you know, get all emotional. You, you, don't, you don't have to be spitting out your mouth and none of that stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. Jesus cursed the fig tree. He turned his back. He walked away. 
Jesus told them, stretch forth your hand. The man's hand came as whole as the other one. Yeah. He he didn't do a whole. He just spoke some stuff. Amen. Woman, thou art loose. Whew, she's standing straight up. Yeah. Right? Made arise. Jairus' daughter's dead. Now she's alive. Not a whole lot of stuff. Why? Because God is speaking to him, and now he can just speak it out with a blessed assurance and confidence, not arrogance, not bold, not all this, look at me, look at me, because he knows the Father's right. doing it. Mm -hmm. He said, I just, I, I just need to speak the word. Yeah. Right? That's why he was so, Jesus was so taken by the centurion mm -hmm. whose servant was sick. When the centurion said, speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Jesus said, I haven't seen such faith in all of Israel. Because he understood, this man gets it. Yeah. Speak the word only. What Jesus said, the words I speak, not my own. The Father gives me. I speak the word only. And he said, man, I, I found somebody who gets it. Yeah. yeah. So what does the devil do? He tries to get us to doubt the word of God, and then... He tries to get us to speak things that are other than the word of God. Yeah. Because he understands if we can if we speak that word, we speak the word, God is going to go to work. Because the Father is ready to go to work. Yeah. And he's ready to go to work right now. And he's like, Well, what did he say in um in Jeremiah chapter one? He said, in Jeremiah chapter one, he said, I hasten over my word to perform it. That word hasten means I look over. It's like God is just looking over. He's looking to see who's speaking, who's seeing, who's saying what I'm saying, who's saying what I'm saying. And see, and then when he finds it, oh, and now he's ready to go to work. He and he's ready to do what? To perform it. He said, My word doesn't return to me what? Void. Void. Mm -hmm. So what? But who returns the word to God? Who returns his words to him? Or who could? You and me. How do we do that? By speaking the mouth of our mouth. Jesus was returning God's words to him. And God said, my word doesn't come back to me, boy. But it accomplishes that which it pleases. And it prospers in the thing whereto I send it. And so if, if we will return God's word to him, he says, I'm hastening over my word to perform it. That word's not going to return to me, boy. I'm going to do it. I'm going to perform it. Amen. Amen. The father said, or the psalmist said in Psalm, I think it's Psalm 138 and 2, that God magnifies his word above his name. Amen. Amen. God is serious about his word. And we need to be serious about it too. Amen. Especially right now. Because I, I, I know in my in my spirit and just from talking to people and reading things in various places and just understanding the times that we're in right now that there are so many people who need God to do something in their life. Mm -hmm. Amen. You need a breakthrough. You need a change. Some people need restoration, healing, uh, you know, finances health, peace of mind. You need God. Yes. And yeah, you're praying and maybe you're fasting and, and you're reading, but are you speaking? Mm -hmm. Jesus got stuff done because he spoke. 
And we just came off of the word on, on, on Sunday where we are saying, listen, look how simply he spoke. Right. And he could do that because he understood something. It ain't on me. <laughs> you ever you ever stand on the word of God and yet on the inside of you, you think you have to like kind of help bring it to pass? Like, like sometimes like you feel like you got to keep reminding God or you got to keep confessing it. It's amazing how much we put, we want to yeah. put our fingerprints mm -hmm. on the work. And it's not even our work. It's the father who does it. Right. That's why, that's why Jesus said, come unto me all you who labor and heavy laden. Some of us are, are laboring and heavy laden because we're doing things we're not even supposed to be doing. We're mm -hmm. toiling. And we're trying to do the work that, that, that's left for the Father to do. But you saw Jesus, man. Jesus, Lazarus, come forth. Because he knew something. If I'm speaking it, I'm speaking what God, the Father, spoke to me. That means the work's going to get done. Yeah. Here's the other thing to keep in mind. If we're speaking the word of God, we're speaking the will of God. Mm -hmm. right? Because the word is the expression of his will. And so if we speak the word of God, we're speaking the will of God. And and whether it's in prayer or if it's in glory to God for this. <laughs> if it's in prayer, God, sometimes God's too fast for me. <laughs> glory to God. <laughs> if it's in prayer. We know from 1 John 5, 14 and 15, right? If we pray according to his will, what? He hears us. Mm -hmm. and, if, and if he hears us, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. Right? right. <laughs> Glory to God. So, but it's not just prayer. So we can pray his word because if we pray according to his will, that means praying according to his word. Because mm -hmm. his word is, is the expression of his will. But, but you know how... Also in the book of Job, it says, You shall decree a thing, and what? It shall be established. But notice that word. Notice how it, you shall decree a thing, and it shall be established. Now, for those who were English majors in school, you understand a sentence that says, it shall be established, is in the passive voice. Why is it passive voice? Because it doesn't identify who's doing it. Mm. Right. It begs the question, it shall be established. By who? Right. right? But see, if you're reading the Bible, you understand what that means. Right. You'll decree the thing, and it, it will be established, be established. what? Mm. By God. Yeah. So here's the thing. But you see how it works? If you speak it, God will do it. But not just any old thing. You got to speak his word. And not just any old way, right? You're walking in love, right? You, right? You're doing all the things. You're walking as a disciple of Christ. You're not perfect, right? Right. But your heart is perfect toward God, right? You're like David, a man after God's own heart. David still did some things he wasn't supposed to do, yes. but his heart was right toward God, right? So, so you can see it then. If we pray according to his will, which is his word, he hears us, mm -hmm. we have the petitions. 
if we decree a thing, and if it's his word that we're decreeing, because mm -hmm. we're just like Jesus, the words I speak are not of my own, not of myself, it'll be established by who? By God. The Father's ready to work, amen? Mm -hmm. He just, he's looking to hasten, he's hastening over his word to perform it. His eyes are going to and fro in all the earth, right? See whose heart is right toward him. He's looking. Because he's ready to go to work. Amen. There was one last place I wanted to look. Psalm, 10, Psalm 103. Psalm 103. I pray somebody's ready to, to let God go to work on your behalf. Amen. Get on out the way. I'm saying this to you. I'm saying this to me too. Amen. We get in our own way. <laughs> yep. Amen. Trying to do the work. And, 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 and it's not up to us to do the work. The Father did the work. Jesus said, he said, look, I speak, but the Father does the work. Yeah. <laughs> So what makes, so now, here we are, disciples of Christ, but we're supposed to do the work? <laughs> oh, God forbid. The Father does the work, right? Mm -hmm. right? Do we have to do our part? Sure. Um, but when it comes to what we're talking about tonight, it's really about getting this word in us, in abundance, speaking it out, and otherwise living by the word. We don't diminish that importance, right? Uh, in ways great and small, we have to live by the word. Otherwise, we, 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 we undercut the power of the word operating in our lives. And that's mm -hmm. been a problem for a lot of us. Amen. You know, that's why the devil wants you, he, you know, wants you to doubt the word, as we said. He wants you to speak things other than God's word. He wants you fighting with, your, with, 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 with other people. <laughs> he wants you coveting other things, right? Mm -hmm. Who do you think is the one who's telling you, look at what your neighbor got? You think God is doing that? Your neighbor no. just got a new car. <laughs> who's doing that? <laughs> it's, it's nothing but an old enemy. Yeah. Trying to get you into wrong thinking. Because he knows as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amen. But, but... Listen, we're simplifying stuff, Amen. right? We don't speak long, no, we don't speak loud. We're just going to speak the word with a confidence knowing that I'm living by this word. Glory to God. I'm, I built a foundation of faith. I'm, I'm, I'm living by this word. I'm getting better and better each day. Glory to God. Amen. Um, I, I confess my sin when I go astray. Amen. I'm, uh, right? And I, but I'm going to speak forth God's word. Death and life and the power of the tongue. How, many, how come we know that scripture so much, but we don't know it? Right. Hmm? How come we don't know it? <laughs> Glory to God. We're in Psalm 103, right? Yes. Let's look at um, verse 20. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that what do his word his commandments it says word in your bible yeah praise the lord that do his word but it says do his commandments in the king james version and then it says this hearkening unto the voice of his word mm -hmm. you see that hearkening unto the voice 
of his word. Not hearkening unto his voice. Hearkening unto the voice of his word. So do you know what that means? When I say something that God says, I'm giving voice to his word. And that's what the angels listen to and go to work on. The voice of his word. So you and I need to give voice to his word. See, that's how things get done. Mm -hmm. Amen. They don't get done because of my voice. It's, It's my voice giving voice to his word. It all comes back to the word. And it all comes back to us speaking the word. And again, we're talking about speaking the word out of a believing heart. Yes. And, you know, walking uprightly before God. Amen. Amen. So it's it's total living here, right? But we don't want to leave this part out. And we're not leaving out the other parts, too. So don't have your whole life in disarray and just say, now I'm going to start speaking the word and and then God's going to establish it. I'm going to decree it. It's going to be established. Listen. Right? That's trying to treat him like he's a genie in a bottle. He's not. Right? He's he's concerned with our whole life. Right? And again, he knows that we're works in progress. He knows that he's perfecting us. So he's not looking for us to be perfect, but he's perfecting us. He wants us to be obedient in all of those things. And so it's it's whole life living here. Right? It's whole life living. It's not some... You know, we're just going to take a little bit of this. Oh, I'm going to do that now. It's going to work. It's whole life living, right? Mm-hmm. And part of it, though, here is let's give voice to his word, right? Yeah. And so um, as, as, as we go about this whole life living, living for God, amen? Love the Lord your God with what? All your heart, all your soul, all your mm-hmm. mind, all your strength. Whole life living. Um Right. If you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. Amen. Um, let let's let's follow what Jesus said. Listen. Don't speak your own words. Right. Don't don't Amen. just say your own stuff. Right. Say what he says. Amen. Say what he says. Amen. Follow his example. Give voice to his word. Right. Decree the thing. Let it be established. Speak the word out your mouth, so that you know and give. Give something back to God, and he got, I got to do it because it's not going to return to me void, right? Yeah. And then you can start to see things moving in your life. Stop speaking the problem and speak the promise. Amen? Amen. Stop always speaking the problem. Speak the promise. Speak the word. Speak the thing that, that changes things. It's the word that makes the difference. Amen. Amen? The word makes the difference. So speak the word, amen, and see something different take place in your life. Amen. As the Father is ready. To go to work. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. So we, we're going to close the book. Amen. And we're going to let you go home because you're already home. Amen. <laughs> but we praise God for his word tonight. Amen. Um, and I pray that someone's encouraged and inspired to put this word to work. Amen. Amen. Because if you need God to move in your life, he's not going to move without a word. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. And things aren't going to change for us without a word. That's why he gives us his word. Mm-hmm. Because he wants us standing on it. He wants us acting on it. He wants us confessing it. He wants us living by it. 
because that is how he works on the basis of his word. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless you. Glory to God. And we just thank you, God, for what you shared with us tonight. We thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes, causing us to see. And, Father, giving us receptive hearts that we can receive it. But, Father, we pray tonight that we will be more than just hearers of the word. But, Father God, that we will be doers as well, O God. As, Father, you said it is the doer who is blessed in his deed. And so, Father, we thank you right now that we are doers of the word. And the blessing of the Lord comes into our life. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. And the blessing of the Lord makes us rich. Glory to God. And you add no sorrow with it. And so, Father, we thank you that we truly are blessed in our deed. Father, we're praying tonight for blessings upon everyone under the sound of our voice. We're praying, oh God, blessings on that household, on their family, on their friends. Uh, And, Father God, we're praying that you will continue to work. Father, we're praying that you lift up someone tonight. Someone is downtrodden tonight. Lift them up in the name of Jesus. They may even be physically down, God. Lift them up. Give them strength in their legs and their joints, oh God, and lift them up. Lift them up out of the sick bed. Lift them up out of that chair, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Some are emotionally down, God. Lift them up out of despair. Lift them up out of depression, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We're praying, God, that you will lift up those, oh God. Glory to God who need to be lifted up. Father, we just bless you and thank you for it. Glory to God in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, uh, watch over us as we sleep tonight. Oh God, give us peace. Give us rest. Oh God, give us comfort. And Father, most of all, even speak to us in the night seasons. Oh God, that when we wake up in the morning, we will wake up not only refreshed, but Father, we will wake up with a word from the Lord, a word that will sustain us. And Father, we bless you for it in the name of Jesus. Father, we now just say that we love you because you are our God. Beside you, there is none other. We lift you up. We bless you. We praise you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.